Hey guys, welcome to our weekly news show here on Backstage with Millionaires. I'm Caleb, your host, and we are wrapping up the second week of 2022 with an all-new Indian startup unicorn. We also have Pine Labs filing for a confidential IPO, and I'll be explaining what that actually means a little bit later on. And we also have Indian edtech startups coming together to form a common code of conduct. And we're gonna be talking about all of these things and more coming up right after this. All right, so first up in the news, Indian fintech giant Pine Labs, which offers end-to-end payment solutions for merchants, has filed for a confidential IPO in the United States. They're going to be raising around $500 million, which could value the startup at anywhere between $5.5 and $7 billion. Now, there's a couple of questions that need to be answered here. First of all, why is Pine Labs choosing to go public in the United States instead of in India? And secondly, what even is a confidential IPO? Well, to answer the first question, at this very moment, India doesn't allow for confidential IPOs. It's just not an option for companies that are trying to go public here, but it is an option in the United States. So that might be one of the reasons why Pine Labs is choosing to go public in the US instead of in India. And now to answer the second question, what is a confidential IPO? Well, when a company goes public, they have to file a DRHP, a draft red herring prospectus with the regulator, in this case, the SEC, and in India, the SEBI. And this DRHP contains a lot of sensitive and key information about the business, like its revenue, its profits or losses, its business model, the market itself, and anything else that investors would need to make a decision on whether or not to participate in the IPO. And typically, this document, this DRHP, is made available to everyone. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, what's the point of a confidential IPO? Why hold on to privacy for just a couple of more months? That information will end up being public, right? Once the regulator approves the IPO, then the company is going to need to make it public so that investors can decide whether or not to participate. But there's two scenarios here that I think a lot of people forget about. One, the regulator actually declines or denies the request for an IPO. And in that case, the company has actually submitted all of their financial information to the public and they don't end up getting the benefit of actually being able to go public. And then the other scenario, which we're actually getting to see a little bit of here in India after the failed IPO of Paytm, is that maybe the tide changes and some of the companies which had filed for an IPO decide that they don't actually want to go public anymore or they push the date of their IPO. Well, they don't want their sensitive information out there in the public for an extended period of time. And so these are the reasons why companies sometimes go for confidential IPOs. And I'd love to get your thoughts in a comment down below. Do you think that India should allow for confidential IPOs or do you think that they should keep things the way that they are? All right, next up in the news, 15 Indian edtech startups have come together to form the India EdTech Consortium. And within this consortium, they've created a common code of conduct. Now, this is being done in response to the government of India issuing an advisory to parents and students, cautioning them against some of the mis-selling that's being done by some edtech companies. Besides this, the government is also in the process of framing a regulatory policy for India's booming edtech sector. And this is why these 15 edtech companies, including companies like Baiju's, Unacademy, Vedantu, and Upgrad, are coming together now to self-regulate. 
All right, next up, this video was sponsored by CoinSwitch Kuber, India's largest crypto platform with more than 1.5 crore users. And I think at this point, we'd all agree that cryptocurrency is the next big thing in the financial world. It's not gonna fizzle out like a lot of people used to think that it would, it's here to stay. But in spite of that, there is still a lack of information and awareness surrounding cryptocurrency. And a lot of the people who invest in cryptocurrencies don't fully understand the risks when they make those investments and they also might not even fully understand the rewards. Now, if you count yourself among those people, someone who doesn't necessarily understand every aspect of cryptocurrency, but you definitely wanna learn more so that you can make more well-informed financial decisions, then CoinSwitch Gobert is a great platform to start on. And I would also highly recommend their YouTube channel and blog, Kuberverse. Now, on the CoinSwitch Kuber platform, you can start your crypto journey with as little as 100 rupees. And they also give you the option to learn and trade in over 75 cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Solana. And if you use the link in the description down below to download their app, then you'll instantly get 50 rupees worth of Bitcoin for free. And it doesn't stop there because in addition to that, if you refer the app to your friends, then you'll earn 50 rupees worth of Bitcoin for every single referral. So what are you waiting for? Go download the CoinSwitch Gobert app using the link in the description down below and start earning in cryptocurrency today. All right, moving on to some acquisition news now. Thrasio-style unicorn Global Bees has acquired three new D2C brands this week. We have the Butternut Company, a healthy snacks brand, Mush, a sustainable clothing brand, and Strauss, a sports and fitness equipment brand. And with these acquisitions, Global Bees now has 11 brands in their portfolio, and they're planning to acquire more than 100 brands within the next three years, across categories like FMCG, sports, lifestyle, and home organization. All right, moving on to some funding news now. We have the third Indian startup unicorn of 2022, EdTech startup Lead School. They raised $100 million in a funding round led by GSV Ventures and Westbridge Capital at a $1.1 billion valuation. Lead School offers tech-enabled solutions to schools, which allow them to offer digital education to their students through virtual classrooms. And this is a nine-year-old startup. And in that span of time, nine years, they've managed to onboard more than 5,000 schools across 500 cities. And according to the company, learning outcomes of students at these schools have improved by up to 25%. They're gonna be using these funds to improve and innovate their product and curriculum and to reach 2 million students by the financial year of 2023. All right, next up in the funny news, early wage access platform Refine, which allows employees to access their salaries on demand before the end of the month, has raised $82 million in a funding round led by Tiger Global. Refine is already being used by more than 150 companies, and they're gonna be using these funds to expand their presence, add more products to their portfolio, and spread awareness regarding their product. All right, next up in the funding news, fintech startup FPL Technologies, which operates a credit scoring platform called OneScore and also offers a credit card called OneCard, has raised $75 million at a $750 million valuation. They raised these funds from investors like QED Investors, Junshuar Partners, Sequoia Capital India, Matrix Partners, and Hummingbird Ventures. And so far, FPL Technologies has already issued 250,000 credit cards, which are facilitating transactions worth 450 crore rupees every single month. They're gonna be using this $75 million to add more products to their portfolio and also to issue 1 million cards by the end of October of this year. 
All right, next up in the funding news, cloud kitchen startup Cure Foods, which we've been talking quite a bit about lately, has raised $62 million in a funding round led by Iron Pillar, Chirate Ventures, 16th Street Capital, Excel Partners, and Binny Bunsell, one of the co-founders of Flipkart. Cure Foods already has 20 food brands in their portfolio, which has helped them to reach an annual recurring revenue of between eight and $10 million. They're gonna be using this $62 million that they've raised to add five more brands to their portfolio by the end of 2020 and to build their own discovery platform much like Rebel Foods has. This will enable their customers to be able to order directly from their brands instead of using food delivery platforms like Swiggy or Zomato. All right, that is all the startup news that I have for you guys this week. Big thanks to all of our Backstage with Millionaires members, our Unicorns, our Decacorns, and our Hecticorns. And also big thanks to this week's sponsor, CoinSwitch Goubert. And just a reminder, guys, you can find a link to their app in the description down below and start earning money from cryptocurrency today. All right, thank you guys so much for watching this episode of Backstage with Millionaires, and I will see you in the next one.